What is up, guys? We are uh, recording, starting the Reborn podcast here. I'm here with my co-host, Miss Lena Delray. We're at American Brew. Ashley really Horner we just, just requested. Lena just had a, a beef out with me because she was saying I didn't follow her on Instagram. I had no idea. I just got a request. Ashley Horner just requested. <laughs> you better be posting some inspiring shit on there, Hell Lena. Hell yeah, just like you did. For me too. Last week. Or was it? What? When was it? 19 hours ago. By the way, guys, did you miss me? How was that podcast with Andy Frisella? Oh, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I, wasn't I there. actually, um, yeah. So Lane and I did the intro with the Andy, with Andy's podcast that you guys just listened to. And then she had to uh, boot scoot and boogie. So she took off. I had my podcast with Andy and I actually had to go back. So I don't really, every once in a while, I'll like listen to like little blurbs of like our podcast or whatever. <laughs> um, so I, I actually, there was so much information on the podcast with Andy that I had to go back and listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I could like take notes for myself on um, everything that we talked about. And dude, you could totally tell. I was definitely um, ner- nervous, maybe is the right word to interview him because. <laughs> Were you talking I- fast? Well, it was just, it was basically like, hi, Andy. Nice to see you again. Let's get right into it. And then I just started like vomiting out all these questions oh to God. him. Um, but it was good. I, I would like to interview him again. Actually, he's already on my interview again list um, Sweet. to follow up with some of the questions that I asked him. Cool. But, and then also, too, you could tell that I was like definitely, uh, you know, I, I would ask him a question then I would go right into the next question. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. There was so much information and great information. I think you were just excited. I was really excited, but it was a lot of good information that I had to, I had to, I couldn't digest it then right. to like, you know, usually when you have a conversation you're with, like in the moment you black out when you're excited. <laughs> it's not like, it's not like you black basically, out. No, I basically was like blacked out the whole time <laughs> because like, I didn't. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> I, he probably was like, wow, this is a one-sided conversation because I would ask him the question he would answer and then I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. And I would like just next, ask him the, the next, next one. question instead of really having just like a, an actual oh. conversation with him. I was. Uh, you know, I didn't want to take up too much of his time because I know that he's also a busy right. man. But um, I, sometimes I know, when so. I'm like nervous or like excited, or I definitely blacked out when yeah, I did I my first. Out, I'm like, I don't even remember. Like roller coasters, like I'm having so much fun. I'm like, <laughs> did we just do that? I uh, I definitely blacked out on my first USPSA shooting match. You're like, what the fuck? Just I did, I did, dude. I totally, I went completely black. I didn't even know. Like, I just. Yeah, I why shot that so bad. I wonder. I think it. I think it's part of like tunnel vision. Yeah, but your tunnel vision becomes so tiny that it's like hard to literally see anything, and you just black out. Crack. Everything just goes black. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, you guys, guess what? What? This is Lena's birthday week, and Lena has <gasps> yeah, some great news. And on top of that, are we are we talking about like their your grad school like? Uh, po- so we, we have good we, news. Those of you who have been following our our podcast, it's been a lot of up and down of Lena getting into grad school to be a speech pathologist, I f- yes. and we have I finally good got an interview, guys. Yes. When is your interview? interview? Friday, the day before my birthday. Oh, so I, I'm gonna be like, I swear to fucking God, if you don't give me grad school for my birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be some serious hell to pay. It's either gonna so be. Are a you gonna really, know? Are you gonna know like right then? I'll know by probably by like Monday or Tuesday. So you're not gonna know like on this 
No, this is like probably the most important interview of my life. Not aside and from the American Bird yeah, interview. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and I'm literally shitting bricks. I am so nervous. I, I'm excited, but can can I give you some? Uh, can give I give some you pointers. some advice for yes. the interview? So. I've interviewed a lot of people. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I sense a lot of sarcasm there. Um, what I like to see from people who come into, like, whenever I interview them mm-hmm. is is that they've, they've done their research and they, they can ask me a lot of questions right. like, um, where do you see the company going? And, like, mm-hmm. what is it specifically that you're looking for? And on top of that, a, a question that I ask every single person whenever I'm doing the interview. I'm so glad you did not interview is, me. Yeah, you didn't interview me. It was Liz. Yeah, she. I. She's probably. She I probably would have shit a brick if you interviewed me too. So, well, I always like to ask the question, um, "What are your weaknesses?" And it's not I even work too hard. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. And no, I don't. I don't think I would believe any of those because it's not even <laughs> that I'm. I'm looking for. I don't even really care what your answer is. There's something very valuable in a person's character. That one, you're humble enough. Every, everybody has right. everybody has weaknesses. Like no, I agree. You know, freaking Einstein had weaknesses. Like the most successful yeah. people, the, the smartest no people in the world. Everybody, every single person has weaknesses. I think it's important that one, you can define those weaknesses. Like you know what your weaknesses are, and two, you're not afraid to be like, yo, this is like what I, this is like one of my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very interesting. I think that I've always, I always get a really great gauge of like the person's personality type because then I kind of flip it. I'm like, okay, well, what are your strengths? Okay, so you ask and the weaknesses first. I like then... to ask the, or it doesn't matter, or vice versa, because but you'll see their a person's demeanor will like really change because you talk about their strengths and they're like, oh, I can do this. I can <laughs> build the Eiffel Tower. I can do this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you're like, okay, well, what are your weaknesses? You're like, oh, well, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't have any weaknesses. Then it's just kind of like, you know, they need to do like a little bit more time of like self reflecting and right. um and then something else too that I typically like to ask somebody in an interview process is I'm like, what can you bring to the table? Like why you? Why do, why should we let you into this program, Lena? I have a multitude of Can reasons. I actually can I go to the interview with you? It's a Zoom interview. Can I be there? You can if you want. It's on uh, Can I be I, like I'm her current uh boss? Yeah, they're gonna be like Shit. Uh, it's on Friday. It's at 1.30. I'm like getting my hair done for this interview. I'm so nervous. I'm like, I'm like, at least my hair will look fucking good. At least. Like, that's my one thing. Your hair always looks good. I'm not like a girly girl, I wouldn't yeah. say. But I have to always have my hair done. What's wrong with it today? It's frizzy. And it's <laughs> dirty. And it's dry. I'm just kidding. My hair always looks like... So I'm getting my hair done for my interview. That's so good. if you, I'm a big believer in look good, feel good. Yeah. I think like my mindset going into this is like, look, it's not a, it's not that they don't dislike me. They like me obviously enough because they want to take me to the next level or the next step of this process. So my mindset going into this is like, I need to remain calm. I need to remain true to who I am mm-hmm. and not like project something that I'm not because mm-hmm. People can read fake very mm-hmm. easily. Um, so I'm going to... Why do you, you want to be a speech pathologist? It like comes Let's on. just start this interview now. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, it just basically came down to, I've always wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to, you know, make a small difference in someone's life. And whether that be, you know, speech or communication or helping them do X or Y or Z, you know, 
if I can do that to make someone else's life easier, I find gratification in that. Yeah. So that was my main reason. And actually, I had a friend a long, long time ago um, in middle school, and she had an uncle who was severely autistic. Mm. And one day he was, like, struggling to use the microwave, and, like, no one else was around. It was just me and him in the kitchen. And um, I just helped him use the microwave. And I don't know. It was after that. I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was super small of me to do that. But that made a huge difference. It was really fulfilling. Yeah, yeah, it was super fulfilling. And it was like that life-changing moment for Mm -hmm. me where it's like ever since I was How old were you? I was like 14. Wow. And I knew I wanted to work with um, special needs adults or children. So a big part of my field is we work a lot with children with autism. And that's something I've always been super interested in. So that's kind of like what sparked it. And originally I wanted to be a special education teacher. Mm. But then I realized I would not be happy in a school environment. And with speech pathology, you know, it's talking, communicating, which I do a lot of. I talk a lot, as you can tell. Um, And I thought my time and my services would be better put in speech pathology than they would in education. Not to say, not to cut down on teachers because I my, think teachers my mom have the hardest. Was a special ed teacher. Yeah, they have the hardest jobs in the mm-hmm. entire universe. Mm-hmm. And I, if you're a special ed teacher out there and you're listening to this, holy shit, send me your name and number. I'm going to send you a gift because damn, you deserve it. Um, but yeah, and that's kind of just my main reason for wanting to do it. So, so the a big question that I have, I'm sure like a lot of our listeners have, They're are like, you shut the fuck? Up. No, <laughs> we won't exactly hear about Lena. Are you gonna be able to hold your f bombs in this? <laughs> that is my biggest fear. <laughs> is like being with a little kid. I'm like, oh shit, and they like go home. They're like, mommy, guess what I learned today from Miss Elena? And I'm like, oh, I need to start like be like, oh shoot, or like, oh spit. You oh, know? spit. <laughs> or turds, you mm-hmm. know, something a little more peachy. Because <laughs> I do. I, was, I talk like a sailor. It's terrible. Yeah, you can't do that in your interview. No, no. But I'm going I'm I'm to be myself. I'm just going to yeah. just take out the curse words. You're going to do great. We hope. We hope. Fingers crossed. It'll be a really nice where are you, or Where are you doing it at? Are you going to? I'm going to do it in my bedroom. In your bedroom. I have like a blank wall behind me. So I'm going to be like, business casual from the waist up and sweatpants from the waist nice. down so you can still have like that wiggle right. underneath the table so i just feel a little comfortable <laughs> and like can let out drawstring if i'm feeling like are they doing the online interviews because of covid i don't know i don't i would assume so or just because some people are like the place i'm applying at is like an hour away from here cool so it would be a far commute for a 15 minute interview 15 yeah. 20 minutes you so guys we might be losing our co-host no i'm I, it's somewhat local to this area so you're not seeing the last of me <laughs> ashley wants you keep to it see, really spicy no that's I, not true don't even ashley say, wants to get even, rid of me i was gonna tell you you better not finish that sentence because you know that's not true you had a little spice to everybody's life here like cayenne pepper. Okay, hold on. I have to talk oh about this. Gosh. This is a side note. I made, so we have a special this month at American Broom. It was on my Instagram story. Yeah, it was on your Instagram story. This was absolutely pathetic. <laughs> it's a Fiesta Latte. So it is um, mocha with cayenne pepper and cinnamon. And I'm not even kidding. There was less than like an eighth you, of a teaspoon in there. No and way. And she's coughing and she's like, so, this is the spiciest thing I've ever had. I, lo- I looked at Lena and I'm like, Lena, I'm like, how much, how much? I'm like, I don't like 
I don't do it. I did one you know why? Do you know why I don't do spicy stuff? You said you're allergic. Yeah, do you know why I'm allergic? Why are you allergic? Because I used to eat my hamster food when I was little. Oh my God, and you I told me that. An, I remember. An allergic reaction. Ashley and my Horner. Whole, you know... You know the movie uh, Hitch where his, uh, yes, his face, face like swell. That was me whenever I ate the hamster food. And I like I couldn't even go to school You're for gonna like You're going to have like a days. fan out there who's going to eat hamster food and be <laughs> Don't like. Don't eat hamster food. <laughs> I was like really curious. I was like, I just, because it came with like peanuts and stuff. And I like want to. Anyway, so I looked at Lena and I'm like, yo, Lena, I'm like, okay, you know, you guys, everybody here knows that I don't, she hates that I don't, spice. I hate spicy food. And I um, think it's so funny because I feel like it's a, like people from the Midwest and like, Oklahoma should be like we put Salsa. hot sauce on pecani sauce. Yeah, um, not and, Ashley. And and Lena was like, no, it's not spicy. It's just like it's smoky. It's heat. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I got it. Like it. You know. I'm like mocha. Like a little bit of heat. Like that sounds really good. You know. And Lena turned around to like go help a customer, and she like left me the. It was a beautiful mocha. Like your latte art is like stellar, man. Gone so there. she left me the the mocha there on the table, and I, I turned around to go take a sip. And dude, one little sip, I had to go to she the kitchen. <laughs> I had to go to the kitchen and get a fan and put it in my mouth. Oh my! Like God. it was so the bad. Drama. No. The drama. And I was like, Lena. And then I was Blue like, Blue oh took my gosh, one step and was like, she, I don't get it. Yeah, I. He was like, I need to. I know there's ways to like build up your tolerance. I need. I need like a a workout program for my taste Palette. buds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll start Not small. A, uh, we'll make you shoo. another latte. Sheesh. Yeah, it has need milk a, in it. Milk's supposed to counteract I, the spice. I don't know. I don't. So know. they say. Yeah, but we're doing. We do have happy hour today. Yeah, we did do a happy hour. So this is one. our desert storm. Yes. Um. This is uh. This is one of my favorite drinks. I've actually never had it. Okay, but I make is, it all the time. This is the one drink in my in my life that I I, I bl- you talk about blacking out. I blacked out on this drink <laughs> at home. I was making them at home. It was. <laughs> I live a really exciting life, you guys. <laughs> I had uh, like four. And, Jesus, uh, yeah, this is like straight alcohol. Yeah, okay, this, this is, is like so, this is you guys. A, this is why this is my favorite drink. Okay, they used to be called the Bubbly Bullet because we put bullet whiskey in them, and oh, we like changed that. the name uh, to now it's called the Desert Storm because all of our cocktail drinks are made after just like you American. know America. You know that's our theme here at American mm-hmm. Brew. Yeah, American Brew. Tell. Yeah. Um, um. So yeah, go for you it. Know, go for it. I don't make. Or I haven't had this drink before. I make this. This shit all the time. So um, you're going to start with um, a lemon wedge and you're going to rim your glass with the lemon juice and you're going to put that in just plain old sugar. So uh, and then you're going to put a little bit of lemon juice itself in your glass, just like a little smidge, just to give it some flavor. All right. Then next comes the bullet. So it's an ounce and a half of bullet. In each class, this is the bourbon, not the rye. Yeah, don't you don't use the rye. Don't use the rye. Use the bourbon. Do we have any um, cocktails that have the bullet rye? I'm actually I not a big so. fan of rye. I don't like rye either. Mm-mm. I like I like I could do rye. Um, I, well, I like whistle pig. Do you remember in whistle season one when we like. used to take shots? <laughs> Dude, that was. I like look back. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was a. Uh, that was fun. That was a lot. That was fun. I missed. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So then it's two ounces. Um, two ounces. Where, look at the. Yeah, I have the recipe in front of me. It's a little bit of uh, elderflower or. Yeah, it's what elderflower liqueur. Ours is called. What is ours called? Saint Germain. Saint Germain. So it's an ounce. An yeah. ounce of Saint Germain. 
So just, just a little splash. Little one, two, three. One, two, three. Dude, the, this my old drink. bartending job, we didn't even have um, the measuring cups. We had to do counts. Yeah. So I know my counts. counts. So like, what if you count like? What if I'm like one, two, well, three? Usually, so with like with my Oklahoma accent, with my Oklahoma. Everybody counts different paces. Um, if I'm holding a plank, it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like why is plank when you're planking? If I'm every, pouring myself my own slow. drink, it's gonna be one, right. two, a three, a four. Okay, so we have our lemon juice in here we have our sugar rim we have our ounce of saint germain our ounce and a half of the bullet and now this is the best part now we're gonna top it with champagne there we go and we're just using the white cliff Cliff. yeah i love white cliff it's a great champagne I used to drink Andre, its cousin, in college all the time. Is that like a cheap champagne? I've yeah, never been it's a big like a five. It's a five buck one. Oh, wow. I've never big been a big champagne drinker at ODU, where I used to go to college. Um, so on game days, everyone would make mimosas with mm. Andre, mm-hmm. and we go to the local grocery store, and the entire shelf of Andre would, would be, be like gone. white. Oh wow! Yeah, we were big Andre people. Oh. Back at I, I do, man. There's like a, a part of me because, you know, I never, I, I went to college just for like a very, very short time. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I sometimes like I, I kind of, like I never had like a social life like right. that of like, I don't know, just I don't know sorority part. Like I, I don't probably, know if you guys could I did my first it. keg stand at you the did? age of like 34. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's more impressive than a fucking sorority girl doing that. Any, anyone, any. 18 year old or 20 year old can do that being 34 and being able to, and I know somebody, you somebody like lived, like picked me up upside yeah. down and, uh, yeah, you hold the, yourself up yeah. and you chug, uh, cheers, cheers. to your birthday week Thank and you. to your interview. In my interview. Um, yeah. This Friday. Oh, God. And then your birthday on Saturday. Oh my goodness. Are you working Saturday? Huh? Are you working Saturday? Hell no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you going to come into the brew on Saturday? No. <laughs> stay cool. <laughs> stay, stay away. <laughs> what do you think? I see that. Why that's your favorite drink? It's really good. It's, it's so really dangerous. Good. I like the because it sneaks up on you. Definitely have the the taste of the lemon when you first drink the it. Sh- the sugar rim though, the sugar the rim. sweetness of the sugar mm. rim, rim because then you also have a little bit of lemon in there. The it's like the it's almost like um, uh, lemon head. Yeah, lemon head. Yeah, lemon, yeah, lemon or like um, a lemon drop too. Yeah, lemon drop. Oh, I used to drink lemon drops all the time. So yeah, and then these are these I are like really the, dangerous, guys. You get the like the the maltiness of the Saint Germain in there too. The elderflower is very light, a little bit heavy, Ooh. and then you got that back taste of just good old bullet bourbon. I'm only gonna take a couple sips of that because I still actually have to go home and do my <laughs> training today. I did half of my training this morning. I've decided not to train today. Why? Because I'm drinking. <laughs> I said I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna, we have a meeting at American Brew later. Yeah, Lena says she's gonna go take a nap. Yeah, why like, not? You're never gonna wake up for the meeting. We all yes, know I this will. that you sleep sp- so long. What's your point? There's one time <laughs> Lena went missing, and we we called everywhere to try to find her. Called her friend, got her mom's chilling. number, and yeah, she was asleep. I was chilling. She just like doesn't wake up. So no, I don't. I'll know- I'll know if you're like not here for the meeting tonight. I'll be here. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry about it. Do you know what I've been struggling with? I don't know if you've ever experienced this. This is like off topic from what we were at, but if you've ever like worked out and it's just not a good workout. Yeah. 
It typically you ever have that. Well, like, it typically has to do with. I was like sleep or nutrition. That's what I was thinking, but mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out because like my last workout I just did, like it was good. It wasn't great, but I I felt like I I physically could not do more. But I was mad at myself because I know I can do more than mm-hmm. what I was able to perform. Were you doing like your heavy lifts? Or? Yeah, well, I wasn't mm-hmm. like heavy lifting. It was just more like I don't know what it was. I was just like absolutely exhausted mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. you know doing a few sets of whatever I was doing. I think I was doing arms and I was just doing like hammer curls or something. And like, usually I can do a higher weight and mm-hmm. more reps and I had to go down a weight for the day. I was just mm-hmm. like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, at least I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I went, you know, even though it wasn't a shitty, it was a shitty workout. It was better than nothing. Yeah. Oh no. So yesterday. So yeah, my sleep is like really weird sometimes. Like I go through these phases of where I just don't really sleep a whole lot. Right. Um, not because I'm up late working. It's, it's, um, it's when I'm like, I'm trying to go to bed and mm-hmm. I just, my mind is just Racing. literally thinking about everything and you it's not melatonin. even, I actually used to take melatonin a lot. Like I overdid melatonin a lot. Like I had to get off of melatonin because really? I was, I, I had to have melatonin to fall asleep and I didn't like having Relying. to rely on melatonin. Yeah. Um, and it was a it was a specific kind that I had to get from Trader Joe's. It was really weird, which tells you it's only in your freaking stupid mind that it you had have to, to have Trader Joe's. It had to be like a Trader Joe's melatonin. I love Trader Joe's. Um, anyways, and they stopped carrying it. And I was like, I just had to get off of the melatonin because you know, I it just seemed like that my body just probably stopped producing melatonin because I was relying on mm-hmm. the melatonin to get like the melatonin fall asleep. So, um, uh, I, I just go through these phases sometimes to where. And I do have a bit of anxiety, but like recently it's not even about, it's not even like anything to do with being anxious or having anxiety. If there's like, like certain projects that I'm working on, it's sometimes my mind just like, just wants to work late at night. And, um, sometimes I I think that is because like, I'm, I'm so busy in the course of a day that I don't have a whole lot of time to actually just sit in my own thoughts and let the things that I get a chance to have downtime during the day. Right. You're go, go, go. I'm go, go, go. Like people need me during the day. I'm responding to like whatever's going on. I don't have time to just sit and to think about Ashley's thoughts and like, Mm. um, and it all has to do with work related stuff. Um, to like really marinate either conversations that I've had with other people, marinate conversations that I've had with myself, like Mm. monologue. So, um, and whenever I, I didn't sleep very good and I, w- I woke up Monday morning and I, I, I knew it, like I didn't sleep very well. I just, I hit a run, like a three and a half mile run with my canines and, and that was it for the day because I was supposed to do heavy squats. And mm-hmm. I, I knew that if I would walk, because my training so intense right now, if I would have, you know, strapped on, strapped up, not sh- strapped on, <laughs> strapped up, got Ashley's all her strap on <laughs> for my training. Sorry. That, uh, if there's kids yeah, I, um. I would have been disappointed in myself. And I, I, I felt you know, disappointed. Mm-hmm. I absolutely felt disappointed. Yeah. Because you like, knew that you could give it more. So 
I say like when people are dealing with this though, like you got to look at your sleep. You got to look at your nutrition. I think um, I was definitely not eating enough that day. I don't think I fueled my body properly. Yeah. Cause I, I mean like not, to, I, sometimes when I work, I feel like I forget to eat throughout the day. Yeah. We're so because, busy here like, at the brew. Yeah. I'm, I'm running. Even though like, you have a the, kitchen here, it's not like the, the girls can just go be like, I'm going to go have a burrito. Right. I'm like running around with a chicken, like a chicken with its head cut off. Like, you know, and I just forget. Yeah. I just forget, and then... And then you get to the gym, and you're like, oh. I'm like, oh, shit. And then I'm, like, tweaking off pre-workout, but I'm still, you know, pre-workout's not going to fix the fact that I did not eat properly to fuel my body that day. Right. It's going to give me energy. It's not going to give me strength power. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I should probably be more consistent with my eating. And now I'm thinking, okay, how can I take it to the next level? So now the next level, I feel like, for me, is, like, I need to actually start meal prepping yeah. and having my lunches here ready for me Mm -hmm. so when i get off i can eat in the car Mm -hmm. have that time in between me eating and going to the gym to digest and then be able to have a a successful and productive workout yeah so i have started taking a um cortisol reducer it like helps the um the cortisol it it helps reduce just your stress at night oh okay um, it's really, it has actually really helped. I, I took it last night and I, I slept really well. I've done lavender before. I spray lavender on my pillow. No, I need something a lot stronger. Like, I need something a lot stronger than lavender. Like I need a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I, I did part of my workout this morning and then I actually, I'm a really big fan of dry needling. And so it's similar to, it looks like acupuncture, but it's not acupuncture. Mm. So they basically, wherever you're tight or you're like, you know, it has to do with like muscle tightness. Um, my, my deltoids, the front of my shoulders, like kind of bothering me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it has to do with my, um, my back, like part of my scapula is like pulling. So they take a needle and they just, they literally like tap it into you. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. and then they, they put it like, if you have a knot, they put it like right in the center of like that where that knot terrible. is and it, it causes your muscle to like spaz. But you did it, but that this morning? I did, yeah. I'm like, so now I'm did sore. Did you do it yourself? No, 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 no. I went oh. to direct performance. It's like a, the, the only people that I will let touch my body. I was body. like, is, didn't you do like a crazy massage this past weekend? I and you're did. Like, no one's touching me after this. Yeah, well, I only go to her. Uh, she does, um, sp- her name is Rachel. She does sports massage. It's like mm-hmm. whenever you, people are like, oh, you're getting a massage. That's so nice. Like, no, you guys don't understand. She told me she was like, miserable. She was not stoked. I was, I was in so much, like probably for like three days afterwards. Um, yesterday was the first day that I actually started feeling better because I mean, she, she has magical hands first of all, but dude, (laughs) it is like, it is not a feel good massage where it's relaxing. Like you're in pain the whole time because she's pushing on these like trigger points, Mm -hmm. like the trigger point therapy stuff. And, um, and it, it causes like, you know, she'll, she'll push on, like somewhere in my like back or shoulder, you'll actually feel it like down in your fingers or like your forearm or your elbow. And like, so it's like different releases for like, you know, um, and so I, I'm doing a lot of training right now for the tactile games, but a lot of my workouts are on the sand. Oh, and yeah. what I'm finding is that, yeah, I had a, I had a gym, American sled dogs and I, I closed that down, but inside the gym, after I'd work out, I have that whole strip of turf. So it was mm-hmm. really convenient for me to work, to work out and then to kind of, 
you know, calm down, cool down, stretch out right there on the turf. Well, like now I don't have that. Like I just have my platform outside of my house. Mm-hmm. Um, that's above the sand. And then I do a lot of my actual like heavy lifting and like, mo- like my, my wads, my workout of the days. Um, it's like the heavy hitter of the, right, of the right, workout. Right. I do that on the sand. And so it's not as easy or convenient for me to just like plop down and to stretch, stretch. out. So I'm really, I'm really, really, really noticing a difference now in my recovery because I'm not spending the time stretching, um, stretching and um, but I will say stretching is so important after a workout. But it's, do not it's more underestimate than, no, it. don't underestimate it. But um, there are there are like a couple of things that I, I definitely highly recommend when it comes to recovery, mm-hmm. um, which are so I have these uh, Normatec boots. It's a, did we talk about those before? It's a, it's a, it's a I've boot. I've seen them, you mentioned they're them like in le- your, they're like legs. You yeah, put them on. you mentioned it in your Instagram story. I'm not, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't remember if we previously discussed So these. there's, there's other brands too. The only, the only brand that I've had that I can speak about is like the Normatec boots. And mm-hmm. so, um, they are a little bit pricey, but I also share them with blue and one of us, if not both of us are, are in them every single night. Um, and, uh, I'm not sure if this is extremely accurate, um, but it's like one hour in the Normatec boots is like five days of recovery. Wow. Um, so it is, it is really legit. Good. It's legit. Yeah. Um, I also have a sauna at my house, like yes, a, a infrared sauna. sauna. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't been there in a while actually. Um, I really need to get back into that. But, my gym um, has a sauna, but I don't know if it's open. I've never used it. I want to use it so bad. Yeah, they might have it closed right now just because of like all the regulations going yeah. on. It's um, not very COVID-friendly, a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, the other things that I'm really big on is whenever I was doing yoga, it was huge. It was even I like hot yoga. yoga. I haven't done it in so long, but I, I really don't think that my schedule right now will allow me... Mm-hmm to do yoga like something would have to give in my schedule during the course of the day I, I just I don't have time I wish I loved yoga I well you know why do you not like it I'm you a need very to go- I, I probably should do yoga because I'm like my mind scattered everywhere I'm just like super ADD ADHD and I hate that I have to be quiet while I work out. <laughs> so like taking a class at least and then um I just, I don't know. Maybe I need to go to a chiropractor, you know, you know, but I'm not very flexible. And even with stretching over the years, it's never the best, really worked. The best yoga studio in Virginia Beach is Torch Yoga. Torch? And it is so is that hard. Is no. no. Nope. It's over. It's not too far from, from the brew. Um, it is the hardest. I've been to a lot of different yoga studios, like across the U.S. Mm. Um, it is the the hardest yoga studio, and the instructor, Jess... Uh, that I've, that I've ever been to. And, um, and in fact, like, um, at the time, like when I do have like these spurts of like anxiety, the thing that has really been able to help me combat anxiety has been hot yoga. And then also whenever I ran the perimeter of Haiti, um, the mental mindset and the mental fortitude that I acquired from doing hot yoga, I would do like back-to-back classes in hot yoga. I would do like two Damn. hours. Yeah. And I was, I obviously had a conversation with the instructor and I was like, look, like this is what I'm training for. Mm-hmm. Like I need like the hot yoga. I'm going over to Haiti. Like I, I need to mentally be able to push through this. And you know, there was like some stipulations. She's like, okay, like as long as you know, you're you drinking X, y, X amount of water, you're eating enough. And like, if you, if anything goes wrong, like you just, you got to like sit down or like just exit the class. Um, so, uh, I, I'm like, a, I'm a, I'm a big, like, 
I'm really pro yoga. And I think that for the longest time, yoga kind of had like a, a bad rap because it's like, it's almost like, oh, it's like dainty and yeah, easy. It's, and like, it's fucking hard. It's really it's hard. It's really hard. I, so, um, I wish I like liked it more. When was the last time you did yoga? Probably like a year ago. Oh, okay. I got it a little bit into it when the pandemic started. Yeah. One of my uh, best friends, she's super into yoga. Did you just do like self-leading? Yeah, or like an there was app? like some YouTube videos. There was like this one girl she really liked. And she does yoga like every day. Mm-hmm. She She's like, she told me she was thinking about becoming an instructor, like all that. So she, I was like, okay, this girl must be legit. I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. I I need to find I need to find a medium to like calm my mind. It's Dude. so hard for me. I'm just so. Is it because you're doing whenever you're doing yoga and then you're like thinking about everything? Yeah, and I'm like so, I want to talk and like I'm like what the fuck. Like, so so part of the reason why I like Jess at Torch Yoga is because it's almost like a meditation type thing. Also because she's she's constantly telling you to like everything outside of that of that just session. It. Like it, it can wait. Like nothing is important right now. What's important important is right now and like you're breathing and like focusing on like where you are at um and like you know i don't know i it I really makes me want important. to get into yoga but i you know i i now i recently i found a, a range that i can get outside and like go train at it's like an hour and a half away mm-hmm. so once a week i'm having to spend time driving out so it's like out. titty yeah then <laughs> i take bones out there and like it's like a field of like nothing it's a ranch and we just like you know i shoot, shoot but, like, guns that's, that, that's like a whole that's a shit. whole day right there yeah it's a whole um, day so but those those are my those are like my go-to when it comes to recovery of like just kind of things to aid in your recovery mm-hmm. um it's it's that i really like the normal tech boots um there's also have you heard of like gratzen gratzen it's like a it's like a scraper Yes. Um, yes. So you could you could get that and like do the scraping on yourself if you know how to do that. And then I have one of those. Um, uh, it's like a I don't know if it's vortex. It's like a gun, like the vibrating gun oh, yeah, that like you put yeah. it on your muscles. I use that a little bit. I I think it like kind of works. But um, yeah, you can the most important like TJ Maxx. Oh, you I can. Nice. They were kind of hard to find for yeah. for a while. Um, but uh, the most important thing that like you know I would say sleep and nutrition is huge. But also you know, it's easy, like I'm, I'm preaching to the choir myself. Like you have to spend the time diligently stretching. And I'm lear- I'm like, I'm learning the hard way right now because, um, you know, and these people at direct performance, um, and Rachel with the massage therapy, they've, they've, they've been the only people who have worked on my body for the past five years and going in and seeing them. They're like, damn, Ashley, like you've damn, never bitch. been, yeah, you've never been this tight. And like, you know, like what, like what's going on. And I just, you know, I started like piecing everything together and it's just because I'm not being disciplined and, and taking the time to like sit down and to, to stretch and do the recovery. Like I should. I love, I love using the foam roller after oh. a workout. I'm just yeah. like, ah. yeah, it hurts. Oh, do you because do it on your, where do you do? Do you do it on like your uh, IT band? I do it on my back. Yeah. The sides of my yeah, legs. IT yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't know that that's what that was called. Yeah, I'll yeah, do this your with my legs. I'll do my quads sometimes too. Uh-huh. And a lot of my lower and upper back. Sometimes my neck. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that as I've gone more and more into lifting and I'll like doing deadlifts and sumos and all that. And even on the squat rack, my neck is sometimes I like walk out and there's like a giant fucking bulge on my neck because it's just like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like, you must be straining somehow. That's what I think. So I've been like trying to 
roll it out, see how that feels. And usually that helps the most. But I think I also fuck myself over with the way I sleep. I just sleep in the weirdest positions, apparently. My boyfriend's always, he's like, what the fuck do you do in your sleep? He's like, I found you upside down one time. And I'm... (laughs) You're like all over the place. Yeah, I'm like all over the place. I'm like, like my legs are one way, my torso straight, and then my neck's the other Ta-da! way. I'm like, literally, I look like the exorcist probably <laughs> in my sleep. Um, so I, I think I need to go to a chiropractor. Like, I think I need to get my shit aligned and then, you know, be adamant about stretching and working out and, you know, my taking care of my body yeah. during recovery. Yeah. Because what are you going to do if you have a broken body? You ain't going to do shit. No. The way we're going to end today's episode is I really want to read um, this quote that Ashley actually posted on her Instagram the other day. And I think this is something really important to keep in mind as you guys are training, as you guys are plateauing, as you're moving forward in whatever journey you may be on, whether it's in fitness, business, life, education, whatever. Um, I just want to leave you with this. Um This is what Ashley posted the other day. The monologues keep me up at night. The dreaming wide awake thing is real. For me, at least, laying the plans on moving forward. A monologue that goes on for hours some nights. Ideas that are endless, scary, yet exciting. Sometimes I get so deep into the smallest details of creating and I'll wipe the board clean to start again because it wasn't as great as it could be. And somewhere I find myself between the verbs contentment and hunger. Believing that you can, taking the dreams, and then physically making moves to make those things that were once a part of your imagination real life. My mind is constantly active, wanting to push forward. I have so much gratitude in the place I am now, it's almost surreal at times. I always want to challenge myself to climb further, to be dealt the adversity, because I know in those moments I grow. You can't be afraid of learning, or the late nights, or the growth. Painful growth at times. We all have the ability. So I just want to leave you with that. Apply that how you may to your life, whatever you need. Well, so what inspired that? Yeah, I. Real quick. Uh, yeah, I think I can talk about that. Yeah, let's talk here. about it a little I, bit. To I, the show. Uh, so you know, I have the other American brew that's like that's supposed to be opening right. in Norfolk. Um. Man, I just like, well, first of all, that, that I'll talk about that in a second, but, um, it just like, I, it's, I think it's like a blessing and a curse and talking, you know, kind of bringing it around like full circle of the things that just like keep me up at night is just because I am definitely like a a dreamer. Like I just, I have like this active mind that never shuts off and I am super, super thankful to be where I am right now. I'm like, everything is great. American brew here. The one that we have is great. We have a food truck that we're working on. It's great. My boys, my family, everything is awesome, but it's like, we're in the golden years. It's almost like I'm not, um, I hate using the word satisfied because I think that that can be confused with, uh, greed because if you're not satisfied with what you have and like you're greedy and like you want more, but it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with, uh, wanting to build my status, wanting to build like a financial gain or anything like that. It comes from the roots of constantly wanting to push myself as 
a business person and like even an athlete, like in mm-hmm. everything that I do. And, you know, and I like, I'm thinking about the next American brew, which my goal is to open up American brews all over the place. And something that I talked about with Andy is that it took him four years to make the decision to open up another re- uh, supplement retail space. And like, whenever he said that, it was just like, I mean, we're, we're on the verge. Like I was, I was getting ready to open up one on uh, Granby street that fell through, not by my doing, there's one in oceanfront that was supposed to happen. That one fell through. And now, you know, there's this one in, in Norfolk, which, you know, all the papers, everything has been signed. We have like contractors out there, but now just with everything that's going on, like uh, all of the, uh, raw material lumber prices are out. Like Rages. they are so crazy high right now. Contractors are so crazy expensive right now. Employees, people, they're not wanting to work right now because they're collecting unemployment. Across the U.S., we're seeing this issue that everybody is just collecting unemployment. This is like the biggest reform. Well, a lot of people I know, they want like reform in labor laws. And like to some extent, I think there is room for improvement there. But I do believe that there is a... You can, I know at least in Virginia Beach, I see for hire signs. Every, everybody's hiring. Every, all everybody's hiring, and then you have people on on the corner that are panhandling, like yeah. asking for money. But then there'll be like five signs that say we're hiring. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, nobody is wanting to work right now. In fact, in Oklahoma, um, there are uh, businesses who are paying people twenty, twenty five, fifty dollars just to bring in an application. Yeah. And, it's crazy. And I don't even think, I think that this is just like the tip of the iceberg. I think this is going to go on for another year. And so like, and you know, I, I, um, I feel like I'm somewhat aggressive in my, my business decision making mm-hmm. and I'm not, you know, because like I'm just, I don't think, I don't just, think aggressive. I think you, you say aggressive, you're decisive, you know what you want, you go for it. Yeah. That's probably like when you say aggressive, you're, you're putting this negative connotation on it. No, you're a woman, you're a businesswoman, you know what you want and you're going to do yeah. what you have to, to get that. Right. You're just decisive. But I, I don't want to also like turn my head or be naive to the things that are going on in the world that like, well, right. you know, I have no control over, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, right now for American Brew, we're trying to hire a couple people for the, for the back of the house and, um, front of the house. I, I think we're like probably we're pretty good. Yeah. Um, and we're having a hell of a time finding people. Mm-hmm. Um, we just can't, we can't find, we cannot find employees. And it's so now all Virginia beach, we're all, it, it, it's the whole state. All Lena. It's the whole U S all understaffed. And it's like, the sad thing is, like, Virginia Beach, we're a tourist. We are a tourist area. We so we get slammed on in that the summertime. Money. Yeah, and um, everyone's gonna be super overworked this summer. And like, just because we're understaffed has not mean people are not gonna come in. That's right? Just like, yeah, because like people are, now people this summer. I think this is gonna be our busiest summer yet because everybody's ready to get the hell out of their house and to go do something and to go travel. Right. You know, down the coast and go to the mm-hmm. Virginia Beach and um, go to your area and visit. And I just think that um, you know. So now I think like, and we haven't the the construction has started at the new space, but not to a sense where it's like, it started um, actually building a coffee shop. So, you know, here I am. I'm like, I, I, I love the space. I love the location. I, I don't want to give that up. Like I, I love the potential and the possibilities there, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, do right now, while everything is at, a, at all time high, do I push forward, um, build out the American brew that I want? Um, 
is it gonna you know the the costs and prices of everything are extremely high do I just push through make that sacrifice and then when it comes to staffing it and also like potentially having a roastery in there uh do do I make that risk and like of, of being able to have my team my team the team the team is everything you guys have to understand that like um, I may have been the initial investor for American Brew. I started, I had the vision for American Brew. I like guide American Brew to the direction that we're going, but it's not me. It's the team that I, that I have built. It's the team that you my managers have built. You three person staff, right? With the OG American Brew, right? Oh yeah, it was tiny. It was like three people. Yeah, it was Including super, yourself. Super, super tiny. And, or a um, staff of like 10, 10 so plus. The, the, your, your staff has everything to do with, with your success, how you build your team and, and the, uh, everything that you put into place and, and, and building a solid team and that, that community, um, that, that is going to like make or break your business. So, you know, it, it's not just one person. Everybody has to understand that. I know like, you know, people come, people come to here, like to American Brew to see me. They really should be coming to American Brew to see, to see, to see this, everybody because it's not, you know, they are an extension of who I am and um, they've done, a, they've done a hell of a good job at it. And so there's, you know, all these things that I'm thinking about and I'm going to have the space no matter what, um, if I turn it into an American Brew yet or are not that's actually like why my attorney was calling me um oh. because i i have just like i just like you know i i lean on my advisors like that to really just so they can see it through a different lens also they can see it through different, different perspectives, perspectives especially yeah. on big decisions like this yeah and so you know will there be an american brew there yes there will be but will it be this will it start this year, year or will i wait a year i i don't know I, I really, really just don't know. And I think that, um, you know, kind of like leaning into the advisors and with some of my like just internal intuition and have like making that time during the day that I can just have that time to think about my thoughts and to like really think about like my, like what my intuition tells me um, and just what it, what I think is, is going to be smart as a, as a business person and like leading my team because no, nobody wants to be a part of something that's going to fail. Right. People want to join something and be a part of something that that's going to be successful. They, they want to win. Everybody wants to win. I saw something crazy the other day. It's like when you're a team member, it's like when you win, you, you both win. Everybody wins. Yeah. But when you lose, it's all put back on you because yeah. no one wants to take the blame. And I thought that was like a really powerful That's quote. pretty. Yeah. That's really, really powerful. I was like, wow, I've never really thought about it, about it that way. But that's a thousand percent true. Yeah. When yeah. you win, we win. When yeah. you lose, it's your loss. It's um, I, loss. I did buy the roastery though. I, I bought a I roaster. Yeah. Somebody I'm, excited about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna learn to roast my own beans. I got a small one. I'm probably just gonna learn how to I do mean, it personally start small myself. And there's always room for growth. But um but yeah, that's some of the, the things and you know, like my screen printing company, it just has so much potential for growth. There's just so many things and like just thoughts and ideas and things that I wanna do that mm. keep me up at night and that I'm excited about and mm. then it just like gives me energy and then I just like it's this like and then I can't sleep because even though I was exhausted 45 minutes ago now I want to jump out of bed right. and like go work and like let's go roast some beans <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but um that is it do we have any listener questions were there any um I got one or two I can ask okay. you real quick we'll finish um, up with some listener questions we'll do a quick one or two just to round out today's episode um you got a few questions on this is Cam Fowler gonna go to the Midwest mm. Yeah. So I'm taking a break. Um, we are currently in May. Uh, May. There's no, there's none this month. Mm -hmm. My June is extremely busy. 
so I can't do any in June. July is going to be my month with my family, with my boys. So if you guys are going to, if you're wanting to do some Camp Valors, there's going to be probably three um, in central U.S. and then like Western, uh, probably starting in like August, September into October. So be looking for that. I don't have anything out on my website. Um, and if you want Camp Valor to come to you, uh, just, yeah, just, uh, Send us a DM. E- yeah, you can email team at ashleyhorner.co. I definitely want to do one in Georgia. I know there's a lot of people who have requested for one in Georgia. Um, and then, you do and then one I in Oklahoma in the I home should. state. Dude, I, I've actually asked my mom before, cause we live out on a ranch. I'm like, mom, I'm like, can right we just do a Camp Valor out there? Like everybody can drive down there. We can do like a big Camp Valor. It could be like the comeback party or something. I, I don't like know. Your mom would be like sitting on the porch with a shotgun. It's like no <laughs> funny would. business. Yeah, get seriously. off my porch. <laughs> no, it's lawn. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Yeah, your mom would be that person. <laughs> yeah. Freaking five foot nothing. She's so cute. All right. I got one. I'm going to ask one last question. Okay. Um, this listener wants to know, what should your programs do you recommend for someone who wants with uh, wanting to lose like 100 plus pounds? Like what's a good starting point for them? So, um, well, I always have to ask these people, like, what is their, uh, knowledge when it comes to like working out? Let's say they're a beginner. A Let's beginner. say they're a beginner. They're, you know, but then it's just like getting then- a little active and now they want to get a little more serious about their workouts and this is their goal. Their goal is to lose a hundred pounds. Yeah. Um, I would say either magnify you or becoming extraordinary because you, you got to start building that strength, which is what magnify you is. It's a 12 week program. It also has a meal program as well with the, with the workout. So magnify you help build your strength and then weight loss, um, is becoming extraordinary, but it's really important. You guys also have to understand is that you can't, you can't spot reduce and you have to build muscle. You have to build muscle because the more muscle mass you have, the more you're going to just burn calories in your sleep. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Me. So like, <laughs> so do you say me? Yeah. I, I heard that wrong. They're like, who, who doesn't? I was uh, like, Oh, I want to yeah. do that. I was like, wait, did you say me? Like, uh, so the more muscle mass you guys have from like lifting heavy and working out and like, you know, getting that, like the more you're just, your metabolism is going to increase. You're going to be able to, your body's going to want to eat more. You're going to sleep better and you're going to burn those calories in your sleep. So lift heavy. You know, good. eat a balanced diet. It doesn't have to be 100% clean all the time. Keep it 80, 85% clean seven days a week, um, and you'll be golden. And that is all I got. Stay golden, pony boy. <laughs> <laughs>